uh, with the color, with the beautiful lights and the great little sanctuary. Yes, this is more comforting than being outside in the Good. in the thick of it. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Chutzpah. I am so happy to be here. This episode is coming in hot. Literally, we are recording in the midst of a historic heat wave. It may feel like 110 degrees outside, but my guest and I are nice and cool in the basement studio, ready to pass the time swapping stories of chutzpah. I hope that you're happy wherever you are, but if you're not, don't look now. But when you get home today, you'll find that your bedroom has been transformed into the greatest pillow fort of all time. Look forward to crawling around in a maze of light, airy sheets, big plush pillows, and just curling up right in the middle for the best nap of your life. I love engaging with our inner children. It's the best. All right. Enough of that nonsense. Put those markers down, folks. My guest is originally from San Diego, but has lived in Louisville for most of his life. He's a full-time content creative on social media. He makes content for small businesses, fashion. Some of the businesses he works with are the Riot Cafe, which also houses the Limbo, and the Mysterious Rack here in Louisville. He's currently living his best life, living his truth, and absorbing his freedom to be his true self and fulfill his dreams. I met our guest today for the first time at a very fun event by Louisville Creative Connect. So thanks to Lena and Lou Creative Connect for connecting me with the vibrant and brilliant Israel McCullough. Yay! Hello! <laughs> nice to meet you, Bridget, and thank you for yes. allowing me to come on your podcast to share with our inner children. Yes. Yes, because we are all children alike. Yes, taking care of one another, looking out for one another. That's who mm-hmm. we are. We are all children in this so-called world called adult life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of pretend. Yeah, I tell people I tell people this all the time. They always say, they always tell me, uh, you should grow up. You should learn how to be an adult and have adult responsibilities. But I'm like, yeah, but you will always be a kid inside. Yes. And that's okay. Living your best life is like being a child. Yeah, making memories, like loving one another, being creative. Mm-hmm. That's what being an inner child is it's all getting about. Getting messy. Getting messy. I like that part. Me too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that to my to my sayings. I like it getting messy. Yeah. Well, all of those things might contribute to the first question about what gives you confidence and how do you maintain that every day? So how do you maybe get to engage with that inner child every day? Well, you know, it's really simple. I mean, just by the fact that waking up and reminding myself that what gives me the confidence is the power of trusting, having faith. And believing in my own skills, in my abilities and experiences in life. And it's not even just that. Like, it gives me the confidence to navigate and overcome life's daily challenges. And we all have our challenges. Some some are rough than others, but it's just, you know, having that mindset that you can do all things. You know, just with, with the power of confidence, you can do all things. It's amazing at what we can overcome with those challenges to remind ourselves by drinking that cup of determination that no matter what comes our way, that I can use my confidence to change the world no matter what circumstance, no matter what obstacle may be thrown in my direction. And I mean, and it's not even just that too, also to look back at what 
I have already achieved is also momentous and keeping going. Because, I mean, you're not going to always have good days when you're mm-hmm. walking in confidence. Sometimes yeah. you, sometimes it's going to be exhausting. But when you look back at all that you have achieved with people who are in your corner reminding you day in and day out just how good you are to the world and how much of those good vibes you're sowing and how much those seeds are taking root, if you remind yourself of those things, it makes it easier for you to say, you know what, I made it this far. And I'm not tired yet. Let's let's <laughs> press on. Let's let's continue yeah. to do it. You know, because I mean, it's it's real easy for someone to lose their own self confidence if they don't actually believe in something they haven't achieved. You know, right? It really is. And I mean, one of the things that I for so like day to day, I always set goals, like the goals that I want to achieve. Like every day, I keep a journal that I've been using at home since actually uh, New Year's Eve of last year. I started looking at. I don't look at New Year's as resolutions. I look mm-hmm. at it as setting goals. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that I set goals is, is by keeping a daily journal that gives me like a holistic view of how I want to perceive going out into the world. So I set goals for myself every day, whether it's going out and doing two to three fashion shoots in the morning and then going to take maybe a self-care walk in the park with mm-hmm. nature's therapy, you know. It promotes feelings of well-being, acceptance of your body and mind. It also promotes self-love as well when you do take the time to be and sit with your own thoughts and write those thoughts on paper yeah. without having to think about it, just letting that spirit, that creativity just write down those things. And once I write down those things, then it's like, aha, now it's time to tackle it on, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I love about being a freelance is setting your own goals, yep. doing things that you love to do, aligning with the universe, things like that. And it allows you to be more whole. It allows you to be more, it, it allows you to have more freedom. It allows you to have, to be whole and pure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that takes so much self-discipline. Do you think that all of that feeds into itself of writing down your goals and maybe also like believing that you can do it because you wrote it down and you see it come from within yourself? Yes, it does take self-discipline because I'm reminded that this movement we call life is a marathon race. It isn't a sprint. So we have to remind ourselves of self-discipline because that helps us to become better. It helps us to navigate with integrity. And it helps us to create the life that we want, that soft, luxurious life. If we allow ourselves to say no to some things that, even though it may give us joy, it may tire us out and cause burnout. So mm-hmm. self-discipline is important because if we don't have self-discipline, then we cannot continue to sow the, to sow the seeds that we want to root in this world and I mean that that comes I mean when I look at self-discipline I think of like getting enough rest taking some time to like take a power nap whether it's an hour or two hours or taking time to maybe take a second or third shower just Mm -hmm. to let your body relax with that cooling water Mm -hmm. staying hydrated is also a form of self-discipline because you're taking care of yourself holistically and pure so yeah, there's so many. Yeah. So self-discipline is very important. It's how we continue to navigate and achieve our our value and the things that we want to chase after our dreams. That's beautiful. I just love the way that you um, word everything, and you can tell how creative you are, right? Because it just pours out in your language, and thank you. It's is awesome. I and I mean not to uh, add on to anything, but you're right. I've, I have been on this this self-love self-confidence journey for well over a year Mm -hmm. 
and let me tell you, it was hard to navigate in the beginning because I was stuck in a place. I was stuck. Mm-hmm. It was 2020. I was doing the protest for Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. and George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And I was doing that for over a year in 2020, but I was stuck. Yeah. I didn't know the things that I wanted to do outside of protesting and outside of going to my day job, which was toxic. Mm-hmm. You know, working for a law firm, a conservative law mm-hmm. firm, where you have to present yourself different than who right. you are. And so I started building these things, like the building blocks, you know. Mm-hmm. And fast forward till now, now it feels, it feels great. That's a great journey. Well, that sounds like maybe <laughs> part of a story. Um, can you tell me about a time when you had some chutzpah and, you know, what, what happened? I can tell you, looking back on this word, it's a very, it's a very intelligent and is an in- interesting word. So if I had to put that into a story, I can remember having this, when it comes to my sexual identity, is when this really started to take an effect. I can remember just being stuck from coming out and I can I can say I'm a bisexual, openly bisexual queer, but it was hard to come out and do the things I really wanted to do because I was stuck in what other people entitled for me to do. So I can remember like walking into a secondhand store in Louisville. It's called Fat Rabbit Thrift and Vintage. It's a very, very, very great place where you can find all kinds of records, CDs, T-shirts, vintage clothes, etc. But I can remember walking into the Fat Rabbit store one day and there was this beautiful, beautiful black floral dress. It was somewhat of a pink, purple, flower, flowery dress. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful like I could I can even remember standing there for like five minutes looking at this dress thinking about how beautiful I would be in this dress and keep in mind I was not wearing dresses at the time I was still wearing basic masculine clothing but while still trying to find myself and I was about 26 Mm -hmm. at the time and I can remember stepping out into my boldness using my self-confidence to step out and to use it as a means of boldness when I decided to go ahead and buy the dress. It was hard. It was hard. It felt like to me I was facing like a whole crowd in the room telling me I shouldn't do it, Mm -hmm. telling me it's not the right, it's not the way, you should not shift yourself in living more authentic like this. And so I can remember just like standing there and just having the courage to tell the voices in my head no. No, I'm not going to allow the evil spirits in my head to tell me to walk away from being who I want to be. And it was so amazing to me. It felt so good to me that I allowed myself to free from these evil spirits that were talking, these voices in my head. And I did so by buying that dress. It helped me to really come out with my sexual identity. Mm-hmm. And I, I thank my self-confidence for letting me have the courage to walk in my self-identity, yeah. to tell those like people who for so many years tried to tell me that being gay is a sin, 
that being LGBTQ is not the way into the kingdom of heaven, mm -hmm. that men should not wear dresses. Mm -hmm. It felt so relieving. It was a revival for me that I was able to stand up to these people. Be like, no, I refuse. I can't, you can, I cannot live for you. I yeah. can live for me. And so the day came when I bought that dress in Fat Rabbit. That was the day that it was eye-opening for me, that it was time for me to step out and live my life as a beautiful sexual like queer bisexual person that life is too short to be stuck that I have to be me a pure freedom wholesome wholesome person mm -hmm. do you still have the dress oh I do oh I do <laughs> I have that I have that one dress and then I have probably 15 20 more dresses yes that I bought on top of that because I did that I was doing a lot of bin shopping that's the fun part <laughs> about being a fashion stylist and a curator is having the freedom to go to like different thrift stores and secondhand stores which is something that I love to do I love to be a like a brand ambassador which is part of what I like to do as a full-time fashion curator <laughs> and a content creator on Instagram is having the uh, is having the uh, determination or or having the um, mission to support secondhand stores yeah yeah. And so I was buying all all the kids' clothes <laughs> in person and online. I do shop online mm -hmm. to buy clothes as well. And that's just part of the fun of being a fashion curator, having the freedom mm -hmm. to buy whatever it is that makes you feel good, what it is that will help other people find their inner confidence, whether it's through clothes or whether it's through loving your body, mm -hmm. things like that. Did you find – so you have this incredible moment, which just – melts my heart <laughs> um and how did that relate to your experiences on social media at all was there a moment when you kind of had that same coming out to social media because i know that's such a big part of your work now mm -hmm. what was that relationship like and did it benefit your journey to really live your truth or was it maybe rocky at first it really did help to benefit my truth and to mm -hmm. help bless other people because i mean at the time i mean this was this was like november or december of 2020 when i decided to change my direction mm -hmm. because think about it the protests were over Right. From the Breonna Taylor and George, George Floyd protests, the protests were over. And I mean, I was already big on social media then. Mm -hmm. I really didn't I really didn't reach popularity on social media until the 2020 social justice movement. That's when so many people were keeping their eyes on Louisville and key, key right. figures in the movement. So that's where the growth began. But the shift came is when I decided to go a different direction, to take a shift from doing just the social justice component mm -hmm. into doing more of a fashion modeling component. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And did that come naturally for your followers? It came naturally, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, at the time, a lot of people were looking into – uh, social media influencers when it comes to fashion. That's how mm -hmm. I. That's how I got my start mm -hmm. into full time content fashion creating. Is from self teaching. Is from looking and mm -hmm. learning from like Instagram influencers, mm -hmm. those who do this for a living, showcasing outfits, taking pictures, modeling in different clothes, and uh, letting the their followers know where they got their clothes from. Right. And so being able to learn from them and self-teaching how to navigate through really was, I got better at it the more I practiced mm -hmm. and the more that I got out there and hustled yeah. to do it, the better I became. And now it's become an Instagram favorite among everybody. Oh, yeah. 
I love your Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look forward to it every day, as I'm I sure look forward, so I mean, many people do. Yeah, so many yeah. people do. I look forward to always like going to different public events around Louisville and people mm-hmm. coming up to me who recognize me from Instagram or from Facebook, but primarily Instagram. It's so yeah. amazing and liberating to find people coming up to me to say, hey, are you the space cowboy? <laughs> or are you Israel who wears mm-hmm. the nice clothes? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I instantly become the fangirl when I meet all these people and they and they'll they give me the nicest comments too like we love what you wear every day you spark mm-hmm. so much joy yes. you give me so much encouragement you help me to come out and wear the things I want mm-hmm. to wear that gives me happiness that that gives me joy it's amazing to me so many people around the city who look up to me that energy that I give out every day yeah. is returned back to me. And it just, it just, it's a testament to always drinking that cup of determination, always wanting to step out mm-hmm. and just do it. Does that place a certain amount of pressure on you at all? Or? Um, Every now and then, I can't say every day is easy doing the fashion content because some days are harder than others. Like, for example, this week in Louisville, we are in a heat wave. Mm -hmm. And so I have found it to be more challenging getting out into the fields doing pictures at a time when the weather was like 90 degrees. Like, for example, yesterday... Um, and I'm always mindful about the weather conditions. So the, yesterday I thought it would be great to get out very early in the morning, like seven thirty, eight o'clock before the sun finally hits to get out there and do like a couple fashion shoots in two different outfits in two different communities. I found it to be challenging though. It was a test. Mm. It was a challenge because it was hot. I was yeah. sweating. It was unbearable to say the least. Yep. And I mean, I come up to those moments where it's like, okay, I got to keep going, but it's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. so many forces, the weather, I mean, so many different factors. Some, you know, people who clearly don't understand what it means to live in a life that's authentic. I come, I mean, every day is a movement. I look at <laughs> what I do as a movement because injustice is everywhere. Just just like mm-hmm. stepping out in certain places to dress up and, and yeah. do clothes can be an injustice because some people who may see you may not understand. And so, you know... You are um, cited to being like harassed Mm -hmm. or different factors like that. Yeah. Just trying to live your life. Mm -hmm. And so some days are better than others. Right. But I keep it in mind that if you keep going and keep walking and keep doing things you're going to do, then all of that is going to wash itself out. All of the trials, all of the issues, like things like that. Mm -hmm. And. Hopefully, by continuing to be yourself, there's time for people who don't understand to start too. <laughs> Absolutely, there's always yeah. there is always room for improvement. Yes, there yeah. really is. Well, that's a good segue to the last question I always ask everyone is what we've kind of discussed this, but what did you learn from um, your story of chutzpah? Um, I learned. Well, I did learn that. It's okay to it's okay to be bold. It's okay to allow your self-confidence to allow your authenticity to speak up for yourself. That it's okay. It's okay to come out. It's okay to come out and say, you know, I want to live for me. I want to be me. You can't stop me. Mm-hmm. Things like that. It's it's definitely high open. It brings happiness at the end of the day that you were able to do something you know, that you're able to step out in your own boldness, that you were able to look into the eye of somebody else who may not, 
who may disagree with you to say, you know, the gloves are coming off. You may not agree <laughs> what I like to do, you know, but that's okay. Yeah. I like quality. I don't like quantity. Mm-hmm. Let me live for me. And so, you know, I just want to encourage people that if you're if you're struggling to uh, in the moment, whatever it is that you're struggling with, if you're, if you're finding it hard to come out in front of somebody who may not give you joy, who may give you like displeasure, or who may like give you discomfort, then it's okay. You know, uh, don't don't have a don't have a nervous breakdown over that person. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to happen, of course, but walk in your favor. Let them know enough is enough. That it's okay to be me. It's okay to do the things that spark joy. And at the end of the day, that's just it. And whoever you are in that moment is not who you're going to be forever. No. Man, that's one I'd learn every single day. (laughs) Whatever I'm feeling right now is not how I'm always going to feel. No. Which, you know, has its positives and negatives, right? Mm. When you're feeling bad, that's not how you're always going to feel. But when you're feeling great, stuff's going to change, too. Stuff is going to change. That's good. Stuff is going to change. When you allow yourself to be great and to do great and to live great and to set those goals every day and to chase after those goals, no matter how hard or how tough that journey is going to be, if you allow yourself to use that free-flowing energy, if you allow Mm -hmm. yourself to be that celestial being and just walk into your destiny and manifest those dreams and manifest those goals, you're going to come up on things that, like, some things that you didn't even know were coming for you that are going to work with yeah. you. Yes. Follow-up question. Are you religious or <laughs> spiritual or I, both or neither? Well, you and you know, don't have to go too far into it no, if you don't want. No, it's okay. That's, uh, well, you know, I have come to realize that religion should be treated lightly. Mm-hmm. It needs to be treated lightly. I try I try not to go deep into my religion. As a matter of fact, I try not to be religious at all mm-hmm. because most of my followers and friends aren't religious, you know. Sure. They may go to church every now and then, or some may not go to church at all, yeah. or they may not believe in their spiritual being. So I try never to bring up the topic of religion, mm-hmm. only every now and then. But I must say, I did grow up in the church. Mm-hmm. My whole family comes from the church. Yeah. Like, my grandmother was a Sunday school teacher. She was, like, she worked in ministry. My grandfather, he was an usher at, at the church that I was baptized. My mom sang in the choir. Mm-hmm. She had me involved in church. That was one thing yeah. she wanted me to do as a child. Instead of being out into the street, being conformed by drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol and just, like, um, different people, she wanted me to be in church and to, like, get involved. I sang in the choir. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did outreach mm-hmm. ministry. I did a lot of stuff growing up as a yeah. child, but just having that good vibe and positivity, which you know I was taught in the church about, right. you know, being like like Jesus, really, mm-hmm. you know, being that like good vibe person, that positivity who loves all people, yeah. you know, who loves without restrictions, which is what people who call themselves Christians like to create a right. Jesus who has restrictions, right? You know. But I, I, I'm, I'm different. Yeah. Well, I just want to know because just yeah. so, again, like the way you talk sounds like it's got this spirit. It's got this spirituality to it that I was just mm. curious. Yeah. And so it's you, really wonderful to hear people yeah. like that. <laughs> and whether you believe in God or not, yeah. we are all, we are all, we all have the favor of having unconditional love. 
Mm-hmm. You can believe in a God or not. You can be an atheist and have unconditional love. Yes. You can believe in God and have unconditional love. You can be a Buddhist and have unconditional mm-hmm. love. It just isn't conformed to serving God. Yep. I mean, having unconditional love is all around us. Yep. It's what we take in. And it comes from yourself. It comes from yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need a tag of religion to have unconditional love to love other people, to be kind and to be pure and to be whole. It just comes within. Beautiful. Well, thank you for still answering. I appreciate it. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and start to wrap things up. So what did we what did we learn here today? We learned a lot of different things. Yes, we did. We just I mean, really, we learned how important it is to not listen to those lies and voices in your head that will tell you to keep hiding or that that's not going to look right, that you're not going to be accepted. They don't serve you that cup of joy. No, no. Mm-hmm. They are lies. They are lies. Those are lies that, I mean, it just, it grows. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. yeah. So, don't don't believe the lies. Don't believe Listen the lies. Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. You are more loved than you think. You are more valuable than you think. You are more, you just you're just loved. And I love you. Those of you who are listening, you are more loved than you think, no matter who's trying to come against you. Don't have a negative breakdown about someone who unfollows you on Facebook or Instagram. Keep being you, because baby, at the end of the day, you are your own inspiration. Not the lies, it's you. The fact that you're living, that's an inspiration. It is. Can't top it. (laughs) I cannot top it. The last things that I'll just say, because I'm legally obligated to, <laughs> are Don't Forget Our Theme Music, is from a group called Crow Under, and the song is called Humbug. I am Bridget Bard. Shalom. Wow. Well, if you are new to Hutzpah and maybe this was your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you here. I just wanted to say that if you're listening on Spotify, please um, follow the show. You can also give us a rating. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. You can say as little or as much as you want and preferably positive things. But I want to hear what you have to say about the show. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Again, please interact as much as you'd like. You can also follow me on Instagram at Podcast. Thanks for being here.